Hi writers, Autumn Bordeaux here. Welcome to my channel. If you're new here, thanks for stopping by. Hope you have fun on today's topic. We're going to be discussing the nine layers of writing hell. <laughs> okay, normally I give you quick tips and author tools, and I think some of those author tools are embracing the process. They're embracing the process of being a writer, of writing a novel, of taking that first leap um, and just and plunging in with with you know all of your heart and soul so and I did the nine circles one you know as a tribute to Dante and also because it's sometimes feels you know it mostly feels that when you're a writer you are just going around and around in circles a lot of the time and then some more so here are the nine layers of writing hell I have some bad news first, bad news first. There is no escape for writers from the nine circles of writing hell. There just isn't. But I also have some good news. There is no escape for writers. So now you know. Okay, so the first layer of writing hell, the first circle is the plunge, the plunge. That is the icy plunge into into the lake of novel writing. A lot of writers, they take this plunge and they're just not ready for the cold reality to splash all over them. They have a lot of questions. Should I write every day? Should I write with friends? Should, do I need, um, how many hours of alone time do I have? What are the standards in the industry for genre, punctuation, word count? story arc, what are all these components that make up writing a good story or a good novel? There are so many questions. They just, it, it's a deluge. And this is where a lot of new writers start sinking to the bottom. Instead of just start dog paddling through it and working your way through those waves. <laughs> um, a lot of aspiring writers get stuck in this circle. You know, their heads are frozen, just like Dante's circle. Their lips, they're mouthing the words, I want to write a novel. I want to write a novel. Help me to write a novel. But there's so many distractions and there's this and that. You know what? Don't get stuck in this circle of hell. Circle number eight is the lie. The lie. <laughs> Once you leave the icy waters and you swim to the shores, you know that writers will lie to themselves. They say, I mean, they're writing their novel, there may be one chapter in, 10 chapters in, and they go, my novel is brilliant. My mother loves it. My significant other says I'm the bomb. This is beautiful, okay? Um, this is so easy. This writing the novel stuff, what are all these writers complaining about? It's easy, okay? I'm like Stephen King, better, okay? Beware, beware of the lie, okay? There are a lot of flatterers at this level, okay? Why are they flattering you? Because they like you. <laughs> They're your friends, okay? Uh, your parents, your significant other. I hope all those people like you. They lie because they want you to feel good about yourself. They lie because they want you to keep going or they want to be encouraging. And, and that's an okay thing. 
There's also a lot of liars in writing groups. I see it all the time, sadly. And, you know, you're in a critique group or um, I see this a lot of times, bloggers, YouTubers, people on, on Facebook groups, they're lying to you about something and they're not telling you, it, um, that sucks. Why? They want you to feel good about themselves. So remember, it's the lie. They lie because they love you. Maybe they lie because they don't want to create any drama. And here's the important part. You believe them as a writer. And maybe you only wrote one chapter. <laughs> You're a creative genius. <clears throat> that circulates. So there's a lot of seducers at this level as well because you want to buy into the lie. They will promise cheap editing services. And remember, you get what you pay for. They promise to make a sales. They promise fame. Um, they claim to all know the secret of success. I have this stuff on my feed all the time, on my Facebook feed. They're all going to tell me how I can gain a million followers and be this amazing person. They say you need this course or that course or it's the only conference you ever need. There's a lot of hypocrites. There's a lot of advisors. There is a lot of... People who think they know things that they really don't know. There's a lot of experts out there. Be very, very careful at this stage. Okay, do due diligence. Vet those people. Vet the conferences. Um, vet what they're saying. Um, because there's so much conflicting information out there. And for a lot of new writers, they just want to hear what makes them feel good. And, and understandably, right? But really, you feeling good about your writing and you doing your writing, it comes from in here. It comes from in your heart and in your soul. The next circle is, circle seven, the pain. Remember the Princess Bride line, to the death? And he's like, no, to the pain. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's circle seven, to the pain. Once you uncover the lie, and most of you will, you begin to seriously push forward with your novel violently okay you will finish you will you read blogs you read how-to books you attend the conferences you sign up for creative writing classes uh you join the you join the writers groups okay you participate in critique sessions you your eyes bleed from looking at a computer screen your fingertips are calloused your tongue is scalded from too much hot coffee or tea okay your back aches from you know hunching over the keyboard okay your soul liquefies as it pours into your manuscript you neglect your friends you order takeout you forget to do the laundry but you swear to yourself you will finish and that's to the pain circle six is the burn the burn okay it might feel like you're stuck in a flaming tomb, <laughs> breathing in the foul stench of your first draft, because trust me, mm -hmm, it's foul, okay? Maybe you're deleting those words, those paragraphs that you worked so hard on in the first draft. You know, maybe it was even a week ago that you're deleting that, that sentence that you thought was genius, right? So... Maybe your dream is of finishing this damn novel is fried. It's toast. It's done. Or even worse, the burn may come from a fellow writer, a beta reader, 
or even um, an adult telling you what the problems are, the real problems of your masterpiece. That's the burn. And a lot of writers, new writers, they don't get past the burn. Their soul and their ego is crushed. You know what? There was a post that I saw on one of the groups, many groups that I belong to in Facebook, and it said something, if you could do something without failing, what would you do? And I just wrote in, um, everybody needs to fail. It is part of the process. Failure is part of the process. Failure is the building blocks to success. So do everything as though you know you're going to fail. Why? Because you have to in order to get better. So that should make you feel a little bit better. Circle five is the rage. Ah, the rage. Okay. If you're not burnt to a crispy crunch, you douse the flames with rage. Okay. If so, if, if, if the, if the burn didn't kill you, okay, the, the rage might. Okay. But I remember that iconic line from Dylan Thomas's poem, rage, rage against the dying of the light. That light may be symbolically your novel or your dream of writing a novel, of dream of being an author. So what do you do with the rage? You rage against the rage. <laughs> you learn more, you write more, you get better. You know, learn what it means to tighten a sentence. You learn more about characterization. You, you don't just aspire to become a better writer. You work at becoming a writer. You have a fierce warrior resolve to become a better writer, to learn the craft of writing. And you fight your way through, even if it's gonna kill you. It, it won't, not really. Circle number four is the want, the want. Okay, you finished your novel. You have the best damn novel you could possibly write. And now, now you want more. You want it out there for everybody to read and see. You want people to read it. You want people to love it. You want to be published. Sure you do, that's why we write novels. You and about a zillion other people, no hyperbole there, <laughs> want the same thing. Okay, maybe not a zillion, but a lot, okay? Your drive to make this happen will propel you up the novel mountain. It's your drive alone that will do it, okay? The weight of your want pushes you forward, makes you take each step forward, whether it be learning how to query, how to, you know, do KDP, do a variety of both. Each are motivated by that desire to move further because it's not just about writing a novel. It's about getting the novel out there for people to read and appreciate, okay? Um, so you hoard all the information you can about the publishing biz. Once again, that requires a lot of reading about how agents work, what they're looking for in queries, read a multitude of things, and then, and then with the query letters, do what they tell you to do. And I'll probably have another video just on query letters, okay? And then after the want comes the next layer of hell. That's circle three, and that is the hunger, the hunger. You need an agent, you must find an agent. You have read and heard many stories about these elusive mythical creatures. They seem to reign in New York City, and they live in castles surrounded by a moat, moat full of unsolicited manuscripts 
and the drawbridge is never, ever down. Hmm. They are the gatekeepers between you and your dream. <laughs> Some writers study the art of querying, and that is a good thing to do. Read the books, read the how-tos, attend the seminars, learn to pitch in per person, learn how to say what your novel is about in one sentence, two sentences, three sentences. Okay, you're a writer, you should be able to <laughs> figure out how to do that, right? And now, you can attend a conference and pitch in person, that's super scary. Um, it can be super scary, but it can really help you hone, you know, hone your query skills. Um, if you can, join one of those conferences, or if you, if, if there's a service that you know of that's, that's reputable, pay somebody, you know, the money to look at your first five pages. A lot of conferences will do that for a fee or sometimes free. They will a query an agent or an editor will um, look at your first five pages and then they will tell you um, what's wrong with it. So that's really good to do. I highly suggest doing that if that's available at a conference. Well worth the money. Um, don't stalk agents. Not good. No, they don't like to be stalked. Mm -mm. Okay. So you write a query and writing a query is it takes a lot of practice. Once you get the hang of it, you're like, ah, piece of cake. But by between a piece of cake, sort of, and the beginning, there's a lot of queries that I see coming through uh, through um, Facebook groups that are just entirely too long, overwritten, and uh, won't go, get past the third sentence. Okay, so fine tune your query again and again and again. Um, so then you send your query out. You've got your query, you've chosen your agents, you're going to click that send button and you send it and you stare long and hard because you know that email is a game changer. Circle number two, the obsession. The craving's bad. It's nauseating and euphoric at the same time. One minute you're up, one minute you're down. Any second now, an agent will queer will, will call you back and ask for a partial or a full. You know it. You've heard the stories. You read all the stories from nobody to somebody in three months. What? Yeah, no. That's just that's why that's why they told the story because it is so rare. It is that unicorn. You feel like that good news will come. Okay, and two minutes after hitting that send button. Yeah, I haven't gotten anything yet. <laughs> or in the middle of the night, you think you're gonna wake up and magically have all these requests, okay? But what you normally end up getting is not right for our list rejections. It's just usually not right for our list. They're not gonna say this sucks. And remember, usually it's not always the agent who is looking at it, it's often one of their um, interns that is looking. And they're normally looking for something. At least that has been my experience, okay? So the obsession really is not just about getting an agent, but checking your emails about a million times a day. Um, you can't help yourself, you can't stop yourself, must check email. Um, I've only really had that happen once where I sent the email and I think it was a half an hour later where I got the request for the full. I've never had that happen ever, ever, ever. And I, that was just luck. That was me sending it at the exact moment that that intern 
was looking for something in that genre that the agent said they wanted. That's it. Okay. Um, circle one is the weight. It is the weight. So you wait. So you sent your, your book off. You sent your baby off. The limbo is agonizing, gut-wrenching, demoralizing, infuriating, frustrating. Um, and I hate to break this to you. <laughs> but the weight has levels of its own that we're not even going to discuss in this video. The weight has levels of its own. So you let's say you sent your manuscript out and you're waiting for an agent to read it, love it, tell you they want to represent you. Um, sometimes that waits a long time. Sometimes it's a weekend. I've had that. And then sometimes it's seven months. I've had that too. Hmm. That's a long wait. Sometimes they go on vacation and they don't bring your stuff. Once again, you just never know. Uh, the, and sometimes I've had it in the beginning where I've sent stuff up. They've asked for, they've asked for um, fools, and then I never heard back from five of them. The five that asked for them never heard back. Not even to say no thanks. So the wait can be interminable. But there's even waits beyond that. So let's say an agent wants to pick you up. You you have um, harnessed this elusive unicorn. Then there's more waiting because you have to read what they say about your novel, if they want you to tweak it or change it. You have to wait when they decide to pitch it to the editors, um, when it's being shopped to the editors. Then you have to wait for an editor to like it. Then you have to wait for a deal. Then you have to wait for the public. It's a long wait. The wait actually never seems to end. I think if you're in the position hell of wait, then you're always doing something, but you're always waiting for the next thing. I think that's a pretty good position of hell to be in a writing hell. So I hope you enjoyed my writing hell. Um, I hope did you connect with one of them? Which one are you in right now? Um, if you like this video, give it a thumbs up and um, hit the subscribe and the notifications button. And I hope you'll join me for all of my other videos. And thanks for watching. Bye bye, writers.